Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to Unapologetically Feminine, the space where all of you is welcome and celebrated. I am your host, Jane Wynn, and my intention here is to support, empower, and celebrate women to say yes to the most epic, radiant, turn on, and juicy as fuck version of themselves and to experience the most orgasmic, ecstatic, open to God kind of relationship and intimacy. Join me on this show will be some of the most amazing souls, revolutionaries, potent creatives, teachers and devotees to the feminine art. This is a space with potent transmissions, intimacy, open-hearted conversations, laughters, tears and everything in between. So let's go and let's play. Hey everyone, welcome to the very first episode of Unapologetically Feminine. My name is Jane Nguyen and I'll be your host for the journey. First of all, I want to say thank you for being here and tuning in and for supporting this journey because I believe that this podcast or this journey is created with the with the intention to support, to inspire and to empower women all over the world to step into more of who they already are and to reclaim their birthright as women in the world. I came from a very suppressed culture sexually suppressed is suppressed in all forms and I remember growing up feeling like there was something wrong with me you know I was always the, the loud one the emotional one the chaotic one and so growing up I have found that it's been really challenging to to be myself in the world I was told that I was too loud so I need to shush and not express myself too much. I was told that I shouldn't be too bossy or demanding. I was told that my sexuality, you know, my my curiosity around sexual expressions weren't welcome. Vietnam at the time was very suppressed sexually, and I remember growing up, never have seen mum and dad hug or kiss or show any kind of intimacy whatsoever and you know like our parents are our models of the world they they were our first imprint of how the world should be so if you were born in a family where your parents were very intimate and they have a healthy relationship with each other great that's that's your model of the world but for many of us we we weren't fortunate to grow up with that our parents weren't conscious and so for me I had a lot of issues around intimacy growing up and I remember in my teenage years um, when we went to school we had to wear the traditional Vietnamese dress and it it was very thin it was white and I remember feeling so embarrassed about my body and just feeling like, you know, everything was on show and 
I was mortified like every time that I was coming close to my bleed I was mortified of feeling like oh my god what if what if you know there was blood on my dress and just all these weird stuff and that journey kind of like took a bit of a big turn when I got into an abusive relationship with my ex for six years and I knew at that time two years into the relationship that I needed to leave but I didn't have the level of confidence or self-worth or power to be able to say actually what you are doing to me is not okay I didn't have that I didn't have anyone around me that could show me that because Traditionally, in Vietnamese culture, divorce was a taboo, right? Like couples would usually stay in relationship as long as they could because, you know, breaking up the family would bring shame. And so seeing that and grow up with that, I, I remember feeling like, I wanted to leave, but I couldn't because that would just mean something about me. And it took me six years, right, throughout that relationship and experienced different kind of trauma and abuse. And I started getting to the relationship pretty young. Like I was 15 at the time. And, you know, when I left that relationship, I was 21. So that period, you know, where most people would explore, you know, the sexuality or, you know, getting to know what is the, you know, the first love feel like. I was battling with a lot of trauma, a lot of abuse. And so something snapped in me when I was 21. I just thought to myself, I had this feeling in my body and myself that, do I really want to spend the rest of my life like this? Is it all it is to life? Is it all it is to relationship? And, and at the time, the, the thoughts or the feelings that I have to live like this for the rest of my life scared the shit out of me, scared the shit out of me. And from that, I, I took that leap of courage and I was like, okay, Jane, time to go. And so I packed up my bags and I left. And that turning point, that relationship was the catalyst for where I am today because leaving that relationship and being my own and I was like trying to get back up to a healthy level of self-esteem and self-worth and safety and healing my trauma was literally the catalyst for transformations in my life because I said to myself, if I could do that, then I could do anything. And so since that point, I started my journey into personal development, um, traditional mainstream personal development, you know, Tony Robbins, Walked on Fire, you know, went to Date with Destiny. And throughout that journey, I met my beautiful, beautiful man. Um, and ever since we've been in relationship now, just celebrated our 13 years anniversary. And 
you know, I'm such a private person in a lot of ways. Like I don't usually share a lot about my relationship because my relationship is like the deepest part of my being, of my heart. And it, it takes a lot for me to really open up and share that because there's something that I feel like should remain private. But I hope that with this show, you know, I can bring in more of that and really like unveil the curtain of what it takes to create this beautiful, devotional, intimate, loving, orgasmic relationship with a man. And coming from, you know, background of like even family abuse and sexual abuse and all that, you know, like all that happened to create this beautiful life, um, this beautiful family and, you know, doing what I love in the world. I really, truly believe that if I can do that, any woman can do that. And I hope that sharing my story will really bring a lot of almost like permission giving not that you need my permission but it's almost like it's you know if someone can do that so can you and something that I really learned about working with women and working with the feminine is that we create change we we create impact through our own being yeah the masculine frames is that transformations come from doing, come from the forms, the structure, the the success, the results. And the feminine success comes from the embodiment, come from the being. And my intention also is to challenge, you know, some of the old paradigms around what it means to be, a woman in this world, what it means to have success in this world, what it means to show up unapologetically in this world. And so much of that is us challenging, you know, the old frames, the old paradigms of the masculine, like hustle and push and grind at the at the expense of our own happiness, our relationship, our intimacy. And, you know, I... I want to create this field where women can come and celebrate themselves fully, yeah, and we celebrate our being more more than anything, yeah, that we choosing ourselves, that we saying yes to what light us up and turn us on is a big celebration. And I want to, I want to, create this feel where we get to play yeah because business or you know this transformational work can feel heavy and dense and tiring at times and I want it to feel fun and juicy and for us to have the cake and eat it too and one of the biggest lesson I learned from this journey is personal power yeah the the potency the the incredible power of ourselves when we choose we choose to say yes 
Because for a long time, you know, I grew up reading stories that you need a man to save you and, you know, the hero. The hero comes and saves the princess. And so I grew up thinking that my power lies with men. And so on this journey of healing relationship with men, I have really come to confront a lot of the old like paradigm and patterns around like man holds power and, you know, man saves me and power is outside of me, safety is outside of me, pleasure is outside of me. And what I've learned is to, to recognise that whatever we desire, whether it's safety or love or holding or acceptance or pleasure or success, it's never outside of ourselves, our power lives from within that by tapping in and owning more of who we are we're opening our channel we're opening our body to divine wisdom to divine power because we are as women we are the the catalyst for change we are the change agents we are here to shift and change the world through our being and the beauty lies in us seeing ourselves in our own unique essence. Because, you know, with women, you know, there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of fears. There's a lot of triggers and jealousy. And it is sad. It is sad to, to think that we have to compete with another woman for success or for a man. You know, and I truly believe that women, when they step into owning the fullness of who they are, when they choose to say yes to their soul, when they choose to live from an open-hearted place, from their sovereign power, like magic happens Magic happens and we don't have to compete with anyone. We're so beautiful and divine and magnificent in our own unique way. And, you know, that's, that's how it got to be. We show our fully, unapologetically ourselves as a feminine being, as a female-bodied, you know. And the reason why I, I called this, podcast unapologetically feminine you know I've been a devotee to the feminine for a long time and what I've seen and witnessed and learned is that there's a lot of like distortion around what the feminine is because you know parts of the feminine has been contorted and commercialized yeah, the, the sexy, the seductive that you see on movie, um, the soft, the sensual, the loving, devotion aspects of the feminine are more celebrated. And in a lot of ways, women believe that they need to be like that to be feminine, and that is not true. For me, unapologetically feminine is not about like the rara. It's not about trying to puff up. And trying to show that, you know, look at me, I'm big and I'm, you know, I'm 
um, powerful. It's not that it's all ego shit, right? Being unapologetically feminine is being the fullness of who we are and know that we are always loved, we're always accepted, we're always enough regardless, yeah. And for me, this journey into reclaiming my feminine, I have to confront a lot of beliefs around what the feminine is and to own that the feminine is also wild and dangerous and free and liberated and unapologetic. She is life. She is the full spectrum of life itself, of creation itself right? We can't have one spectrum without the other. You know, the sun shines so brightly, but we'll never know how bright it shines until we acknowledge or learn to embrace the darkness of night. That's part of nature. You know, we as a culture, as a society have learned to to love more the summer and the springtime and we kind of shy away from winter and autumn time which is more like the darker aspects of life than the not so pretty the not so sparkly shiny aspects of life and the same goes for our emotions and our expressions because yes yes to being happy and being turned on and juicy but we can't just kind of like compartmentalize ourselves into being that all the fucking time because as part of life, as part of nature, we have to embrace aspects that may not be so shiny. You know, moments we will feel grief because we have bare heart open and we have chosen to love someone so much that when we lose that, when our heart breaks, it fucking hurts and it's okay. That's part of the journey. Or when we feel rage or anger, to not suppress that and thinking, oh, my God, I'm not being feminine. Actually, claiming the fullness of ourselves requires to actually see and love and accept that there are parts of us, you know, the, the sacred rage, this fire that lives within us, they are also sacred and divine even parts of yourself that we don't love so much our flaws our imperfections the thing is society has crafted this beautiful perfect fear kind of the feminine woman and more and more as we see with filters and what's portrayed in the media and instagram like everyone looks so flawless and yet if you actually go through the stages of being women, you know that, you know, in our maiden time, yes, we are in springtime, there's a lot of blossoming and radiance. And, you know, that's that stage that there's a lot of beauty. And as you come to age more and more, you know, you also have to embrace time, their stretch marks and wounds and scars and because that's part of life. Yeah, it's not going to be smooth sailing for the rest of your life. 
And more so I want women to embrace that, embrace that our scars, our stretch marks are, you know, milestones for a very fulfilling life that we live and that we don't have to shy away from the hard time or from the emotional challenges that we can continue to show up fully in our truth, being led and called by our soul, by the divine, you know, live with our heart open and love fully, wholeheartedly without holding back because that's, that's my intention for myself. You know, life is too short to hold back. Life is too short to settle. Life is too short to try and to be perfect because there isn't perfection. It's such an illusion. And the more and more that we can step in and claim that and see that life is meant to be messy. Yeah, I, I, I would love that. When I arrive at my grave, that, you know, the stone clearly saying that, you know, here comes Jane Wing, the, the bold, the beautiful, the wild women that have lived fully in her life, that have given all her heart to the world and receive, 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 receive everything she desire in return. Here, here is the women that have lived fully, unapologetically, wholeheartedly. And that's my wish for you too, this journey of reclaiming your unapologetic expressions of who you are, of the feminine women. Yeah, and throughout these journeys and with different episodes, I'll invite in guests and speakers and teachers who not only teach the work but live and embody yeah if you if you step into my world you know that I talk a lot about embodiment and what it really means because for me concepts and information is no longer enough you know when you need something you can search on google and you'll have the answer most of the information that you seek is available there outside of you. But information alone cannot transform you. It cannot sustain yeah, the level of depth and transformations required. And so then the, the, the edge is the embodiment. You have to embody. Our body holds incredible wisdom and gifts and also trauma and pain and scars and so to live life fully is to open our body fully to what comes yeah whether it's relationship or um, success or money or challenges like to really open ourselves fully to life this is beyond the forms this is beyond what you get. This is about you and life itself. This is your devotional relationship to yourself and to life. And so this is why embodiment is so potent and so important because your body doesn't lie. And so as you navigate through different aspects of your life, 
when your body contracts or when you shy away from leaning in or being open, that that is life's invitation. That is the initiation needed for you, for your body, for your soul. And so you see, and you will experience on this show, like, you know, embodiment is a big part of my journey and it's a big standard of how we play here. And my invitation for you is as you listen to these episodes and the podcast to, to really allowing the transmissions, the activations, yeah, to sink in into your body at the cellular levels. Transformations can happen really rapidly when we choose, when we allow that. Yeah. And yeah, I'm so, so, so excited for what comes. There's a lot of mystery in this creation um, and lots and so lots and lots and lots of fun and laughters and juiciness and intimacy. Those are the things that really important in my life and I want to, yeah, really bring that in and for us to all have fun, yeah, while we're on this wild ride called life. And so... If, yeah, if you feel like really dressed up and you want more, like come on my website, you can download um, my workbook called Embody Your Feminine Power. It's like 50 pages of like really juicy content and place a size. I call it place a size because exercise doesn't sound very juicy. So place a size. Um, where there are practices for you to open, to deepen into more of yourself and to remove the blocks and limitations that are currently present in your life, stopping you from owning your unapologetic expression of you as a woman. Lots of love and I look forward to sharing with you more on the next episode. Oh, 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 oh,